we're back again. Welcome to our second episode. This is almost as exciting as the first one. It's not more <laughs> it's exciting. More exciting. For sure. Um, we really hope you enjoyed the first episode. Yeah. I feel like it was slightly chaotic and also It was very chaotic. It was our first ever episode, so I'm not sure how smooth. Yeah, we're just it was. getting used to it. So if it's a bit cranky. cranky. <laughs> What's the right word? Cranky. A bit um I guess messy. Yeah, messy. But we're just we're just getting into it and we love doing it. It's, yeah, it's really fun. so fun. I I highly recommend it. Make your own <laughs> podcast. It's fun. Um so yeah, today's topic. Yeah, Our today's topic. First official is topic. Everyday spirituality. We just wanted to share with you um how you can incorporate spirituality, witchcraft, all those kind of things into your everyday life. Exactly. How you can I guess start to bring more mindfulness and magic into just the way you live. And we've sort of we've split it up into four different categories so that you can divide them in your heads and we can divide them in our heads. Yes. And they sort of work for different people and for different ways of living, I guess. So it, it really depends what you're after and what kind of path you follow. But if you haven't got a path you've chosen to follow just yet, don't feel any stress to find one. This is I feel like this is a really, really good leeway into finding your spirituality if this is the very first time you practiced it because it's just super simple so yeah that's something I really wanted to talk about is that a lot of people when they get into spirituality especially witchcraft this kind of mostly applies to witchcraft but all paths of spirituality you feel like you need to be doing a lot to kind of maybe earn your title yeah but i don't think you should a witch per se that's dumb but (laughs) it is um and a lot of people feel like to be a witch you have to be doing rituals every day you have to you know celebrate every full moon in a huge way you have to do everything in your life according to witchcraft and can i just say as a lunar witch every moon phase is just as important as the other one to me i feel like people put so much I know pressure on the full moon to be this big mm. thing. And I guess in, in the Wiccan Wheel of the Year, you have the um, the eight Sabbats and the 12 Esbats. And the Esbats are the 12 full moons of the year. So obviously that is a lot of importance put on them and there's a lot of history behind them. But I think there's so much value and magic in a lot of the other moon phases too that other people don't appreciate. But yeah. I guess we'll get into more of that later. Yes. Um, um, before I start, some of these things may cost something or require items, but most of them I've tried mm. to make fairly uncostly or just require household items or some basic witchy items you have already. Um, some of these fit under multiple of the categories because the categories aren't necessarily black and white. Yeah. But I think they're all good they're, places yeah, to start. Yeah, they are. Really the focus of this is just little things you can do that you don't need money, resources a lot of time for because i feel like there's so much spirituality that's so inaccessible that's really true we have a whole episode on this i really really want to talk about like oppression and all that in the spiritual community because not only is there cultural appropriation and racism etc there's a lot of classism that's true there's a lot of white capitalistic Mm. influence whereas hippie culture and spirituality should come down to opposing exactly the entire point of it is that it is this other side where you don't it's like taking yourself out of the material world in most ways yes exactly so i i think we're ready to start on our categories 
Okay, so we have four sections of everyday spirituality that we'd like to talk about. Um, Our four sections include nature, so that's the first one we'll talk about. We also have what I've just called incorporation, so how you can incorporate spirituality into things you already do every day. Um, Simple rituals, so ritual, this one will require more items, but I've still kept it pretty minimal. And the last one I've just titled brain, (laughs) because I don't know what else to call it, but it's things, literally just things that you can do in your own mind. Yeah. At the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, during the day, that require nothing but thought. Yeah, verbal, mental. Yes, exactly. Rather so than brain. physical. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the first category we'll get into is nature and how you can use nature in really, really simple ways just to include a bit of magic mm-hmm. into your life. So. Yeah. so just as a disclaimer, we have a lot of very messy notes in a not really organised order. So um, not ne- we don't have... like. Hang on. We'll just chat the things, about them. Yeah, the things that we're talking about first aren't necessarily, like, the most important things no. or things that we think are the most impactful. Um, Take just, the order as you will. Yeah. <laughs> Don't... Yeah, that's okay. Okay, so the first one I put down is pressing flowers. Um, I love this one because you can find most... Most places you can find flowers somewhere, even if it's just daisies because daisies are amazing to press but um all it requires is a little walk you go out you pick some flowers you take them home i use tracing paper so i get like three or four fairly hefty books on the first book i open up one of the pages i put tracing paper into the first page i lay out the flowers i've chosen i put another piece of tracing paper over the top shut the book and stack up the other books on top of it leave it for two weeks come back and get them and then you can do so much with them. You can you can put them around your room. You can put them in your book of shadows. You can put them in spells. You can write letters to your friends. You can put them in art magic. There's there's a, such a realm of possibilities and it costs literally nothing. So And it's just super cute and pretty. It's so and cute. Yeah, we love it. Harnessing the power of spring and, and summer. And also the walk itself, when you go and find the flowers, like flower walks... Who doesn't want to go on a flower walk? Who doesn't walk? want to go on a flower walk? We have walk. gone on multiple flower walks. Also, big thing, if you're listening to this around June time when we're filming it, June is peak flower season. So if there's going to be a time of year when you're going to find the best flowers and the biggest range of flowers, it's now. So utilise it. Do it. <laughs> this is your sign. Mm-hmm. Um, next one. Moving on. So um, we had we've put down take your breakfast outside in the morning. Or not just breakfast, but any meal. If you can, if it's warm enough, um, if you have access to somewhere to sit outside, then take your food outside. Enjoy it with the birds and listen to the noises. And Even if you're in a city, I feel like just being mindful and listening to the noises, even if it's city noises or town noises, is worth it. And even if the air isn't that fresh, Mm. it's still outside air. And sometimes even if, I know that a lot of us eat with distraction, just because that's what we do in our generation. So even if you want a distraction, but you don't really want to look at your phone, you can go and listen to the birds as a distraction. Very true. That's a very good point. Um, Okay, this one, me and Holly both heavily do a lot. but We support. <laughs> uh, invest in plants. So this one obviously will cost you. Plants. Plants, I don't think are that expensive, though, in the grand scheme of things. It depends what it is. It depends what it is. Yeah, definitely. There are a lot of expensive plants. It also, of course, dep- depends where you buy it from. True. 
Um, you can buy a cacti for a couple of quid, though. That's true. Yeah, you can. A cactus. In fact. Cactus. A cacti. <laughs> Multiple cacti. Multiple cacti for no more than a fiver. Yeah, I so, But the, the point can. is that, that just the act of caring for them and looking after them, I find so incredibly therapeutic. Yeah. Like, I don't know whether I just... I'm not particularly maternal when it comes to children, but I'm incredibly maternal when it comes to plants. So I feel like people's um, maternal or paternal energy comes out in that way. And I think that's lovely. It is lovely. And it's bringing the nature inside. Always great. You probably have heard that plants, well, we all know this, plants purify the air. um, Gives you just a blast of something different inside. Connects you to nature even if you're sat on your phone all day, maybe you have a pothos sat right next to you. How which we do right that? now. We do. You can also name your plants, which is always yes. fun. See, funny enough, the pothos that we've got right next to me, um, it's the, I took a propagation of a leaf from Holly's pothos. <gasps> oh and that is, that is that pothos right there. And it's oh, got like so one, big. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, like ten leaves now. That's and she crazy. originally had one. Ah, this is our pothos baby. It is. Yes, here's another tip. If you don't have um, the money to buy plants, steal a propagation off Do of it. your friend. Just if you're at your friend's house, bird. don't ask them. Just sneakily <laughs> cut off a leaf from one of their plants. Grab a pair no, of scissors. No, that's a joke. Consent is important. <laughs> but just, just, just pull off a leaf and shove it in your pocket. Maybe don't just pull the leaf off. You, yeah. need, you need the bud. There, it's, specific... watch, watch a YouTube video first, please. <laughs> Uh, don't just pull the leaf this off; it just won't me being work. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to Winnie right now. Um, <laughs> but yes, propagation is uh, very possible if also, you have friends with plants. Another thing: sharing a water bottle with a plant. I love it. it. I feel so connected. If you have a big drink from a water bottle and then you pour the rest of it in your plant, yeah, it feels like you've drunk from the same piece of earth. You know, and you're both getting fed by that collective energy, which I think is great. That's really lovely. Um, another thing, moon water. Moon water. Well, As Winnie's written it with a bunch of of O's. Moon water. <laughs> I will have a full fat episode on the moon because yeah, that's very important. But um, moon water can be made during any phase of the moon. It doesn't have to be the full moon. You can put it in a jar or a water bottle or anything you want. Stick it outside for the night. I feel like there's so much stress on getting it back in before the sun has come up, which is great if you can, but... I don't like that rule. No. I don't like it. I remember the first time I read that, and I was like, why? <laughs> like, just because the sun's touched it, why does that mean that it no longer has the power of the moon? Exactly. It's I still been charged by the moon. But the point is, you can use it for so many things. Anything that you can use normal water for, you can pretty much use moon water for. Fact. So... Any time that you use water in your day, you could substitute it with moon water. Uh, another thing is some of the most common weeds or people... I put weeds in quotation marks because I don't really believe in weeds. And no, I, <laughs> I think weeds are such an annoying concept. It's like, why are they weeds? They're so pretty. They just, they're just growing everywhere. They're just having the time of their lives. Exactly. And then everyone's like, no, get away. Why, why do people not like dandelions? This is, I, this is my big thing. So I did a vibrant. full art project with you based on dandelions. That is actually true. <laughs> they're like mini sunflowers and they grow everywhere and they're so beautiful. Like, what? Why don't people like them? That's true. That is very true. But anyway, a lot of these 
quote-unquote weeds can be made into some pretty epic teas like I was at Gio's house who we mentioned last episode who was our lovely creative director creative director (laughs) um and we put some nettles just into a pot of tea and then we put some blackberry leaf with it as well and if you know me you know my biggest witchy flaw is that i don't like tea but even i liked that nettle tea a bit so i wouldn't like choose to drink it she really hates tea but if i had to drink it i would drink nettle and blackberry tea black blackberry leaf berry leaf blackberry leaf tea because it was just gorgeous um but yeah you can make dandelion tea obviously check on the internet first what you can actually make teas out of i don't want you guys yeah please don't poison yourself no that would be not great and we would cry for you we would also mint tea mint tea. a lot of people have just mint growing in their gardens use it um just put it in a teapot if you have a little um what are they called I want to say, I was going to say tea diffusers, but that's so not right. Strainer? That's it. If you have a little tea strainer, just pop a, instead of putting tea in there, just boil a kettle, but make sure the kettle is properly boiled because if you're taking fresh plants, the the boiling water will sterilise all the bad stuff off them. So the water needs to be completely boiled. Um, Add the part of the plant, part of the plant that you want brewed, strain it when it's done. So get all the guffy bits pour it into a cup you could serve it with some honey if you wanted or mm, other things yeah look, that's really put nice honey in it. um and yeah that's that's pretty much that on that um the next one is for holly so is it the bad weather ah <laughs> i hate bad weather ho. holly loves it <laughs> i do i am a pluviophile um i do love the sun but i also love the rain i love rainstorms i love lightning i love thunder i love wind any of it and um partially a reason for this is because it's so powerful okay i don't want to say i'm recommending going standing out in a rainstorm but i am because i do it um you will find me in a rainstorm standing in the middle of my garden without a coat on um because the sheer power and energy that comes from storms of any kind is just so invigorating and so unique. Um, I want to love it, but I'm scared (laughs) stiff of thunderstorms. And also my house floods regularly every year. And it's very stressful and it costs us a lot of money. So anytime I hear the rain, I really want to enjoy it. But it's also like, crap, will my house flood? (laughs) (laughs) So I have slightly worse connotations with it. But if you have no anything holding you down, then... Luckily, when I was younger, I lived in a house that flooded, but I was too young to be worried about the cost to of it. So I just liked that there was a pond in my yard. <laughs> um, yes. So also just the sound of the rain, I think everyone knows, is so therapeutic. The sound of any nature, but specifically rain. Everyone loves sitting inside with a mug of something hot and a blanket and just listening to the rain. So yeah, I think just hearing out the bad weather mm. can be... Especially when most people frown on it. Like, it, it, I feel like it takes away from some people's spirituality because when you see the sun, it makes you feel like a pagan dancing around in the forest, like <laughs> clapping your hands and deers coming out and that Woo! kind of thing, you know? Very but, nice. And then when it rains, it's kind of like, oh, I've got to stay inside, you know? But hear it out. Make it part of your routine if you're able to and if you like it. So, yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah. Um. Next, we have one of my absolute favorite topics of all time 
which is just being barefoot, barefoot grounding, barefoot walking, running. Um, there is a very classic story that me and Winnie like to tell sometimes <laughs> is that I was at her house last year. For my birthday. I, was that your birthday? It was. Yes. And I used to have, well, I still have them, but they're very wrecked now. This pair of eight euro espadrilles from and a supermarket in, in France. I did. I wore them all summer. I came in them. Um, I basically ran around at Winnie's without them, you know, barefoot for most of the day. And then and... guess who could be the only person on the planet to remember everything and leave with everything but her own shoes? <laughs> it was a sleepover. Polly, Polly left her shoes. I, basically, I left my shoes at Winnie's house. She just I left I got barefoot. in the car, didn't realise, had got all my stuff except my shoes. I think I got home and like an hour. Did you text me or did I text you? I'm not I sure. texted you. You didn't yeah. even realise. I, I didn't was even like, realize. Manning, you've forgotten your bloody shoes. And it took like a good week or two to pick them up. It did. Because we couldn't coordinate. No, we couldn't. It was a really funny but story. But that was very funny. Um, <laughs> and yeah, the yeah. last little thing we've got is staring at the sky. That might sound really simple, be it nighttime or daytime or. Yeah. I always find that the sky is such a stabilising thing for me. Whenever I'm stressed out or worried, I look at the sky and I remember that everything is okay. Like, everything is bigger than us. The universe exists. And it's awesome. And, yeah, I've just always found it really comforting. It's just always there. I feel like you can find a lot of beauty in that. Definitely. For sure. Also, just clouds. I am definitely part of the Cloud Appreciation Society. So the next section in how you can include spirituality in your everyday life is in course, is in course, <laughs> is of course, probably the most important thing is incorporating spirituality into things you do every day already. and that you already are doing. So therefore, it's not that difficult to incorporate them into your life. Um, so I love doing most of these. I probably do 99% of them. Yep, so me too. I think they're really, really like core in my practice so um the first one is shower rituals and you might think that that needs a lot of fancy stuff but a shower ritual can literally be just getting in the shower i like to picture the water as a color that reminds me of peace so personally a really peaceful color to me is like lavender lavender is like my peace color so i imagine the water being like this soft lavender just like flowing over your body and like as you are physically getting cleaned you're sort of emotionally and spiritually getting cleaned and it's just it's really really cleansing yeah and also empowering at the same time Mm. I obviously work with water a lot so I really use that in my practice and in my life so even if you're having a bad day and you find showers difficult perhaps just put your mind to the water and focus on that If you feel like it, you can bring in water-friendly crystals um, or you can drip some essential oils if you're having a hot bath at the bottom of the bath because they will steam up. Yeah. And there's even these things called shower bombs. But we're going to be honest, we don't understand how they work. We don't know how they work. I've got some in my, like, cabinet of bath-related items. I haven't used them yet. I don't know how they work or what they do. Do they steam into the air? Don't have a clue. Do you just rub them on yourself or do you just hold them? I don't know. I feel, I feel, I feel like, like you guys, if you know... you hold them and they disintegrate, but wouldn't they just, like, go? I don't know. I don't... If you know, please let us know because... Yeah. I want to know how it works. <laughs> you don't. Um, just a side note as well. A lot of these depend on intention, which is really what most of 
witchcraft and spirituality depends on. So anything you're doing, especially shower rituals and a lot more things that we'll come on to, doesn't have to be anything physical. If you just focus really strongly on your intention, that's where a lot of the magic comes from. And if you believe in your intention, that's all you really need. That is very true. You You often don't need any tools if you are just finding your connection to the earth mm. and your intention strong enough. So I think a lot of um, misconceptions about witchcraft and if magic will work, in quotation marks, <laughs> or how strong it is, um, comes down to people not knowing that it all really depends on your intention and exactly. how much you believe in yourself and believe in your magic. Exactly. Um, nothing... You know, if your intention is strong and you're doing a ritual and something goes a little bit wrong, that doesn't mean that... No. ...kind of your magic is not going to No, work. it doesn't. And people are always like, oh, you need to use specific herbs for this or specific crystals for this. And yes, there are traditional meanings for every herb and crystal that you should take into account, and there are some herbs that you just shouldn't use for particular things. But most of the time, you can make your own connotations with yep. herbs and crystals because you're you're usually reading the energy and your association will probably be somewhat similar it may not be exactly the same and that's okay and you can use them for what you find your association to be you know trust your intuition exactly on understanding the energies that all these different things are giving to you yes um so another really 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 simple thing you can do is just to stir your drink clockwise to charge it and anti-clockwise to banish negativity you can do the same with anything that you stir be it maybe food if you're making something soup. if you're if you're making soup we love you can, soup if you feel the need that you want to just bring in the, the positive energy go clockwise mm. if you're having a bad day go anti-clockwise yeah and even... it, you can focus on anything you want exactly i do it mostly with love every time i make a drink i'll just stir and especially if i'm making it for my family as well i'll just yeah. be like i love you and I, <laughs> as i just stir it clockwise. um so the next one we're going to mention food a bit so if you've got any triggers to do with food I'm warning you now, I'll put um, some, what do you call them? Timestamps, that's what I'm on about. I'll put timestamps in the description so that you can skip over this if you don't want to hear about food-related stuff. But yeah, um, kitchen witchery is another great thing that you can do. We're going to have at least one episode on kitchen witchery. Yeah. Because kitchen witchery is a lot more complicated. It, it is. It does require learning a lot of different yes. Meanings but very and... simple kitchen witchery can just be including particular herbs in foods that match your intention or match your connotation for the day it could be i put down slicing and dicing with intention <laughs> so um, i'm not quite sure what you're on about well you know Please when you explain. slice vegetables yeah and you go really quick yeah just like if you feel the need to like have some power or confidence chop it with confidence and then that confidence goes into your food Holly's giving me a strange <laughs> look right now, like I've lost... No, I love it. I've just <laughs> never heard anything like it before. Like I said, this is things that we do actually do. So some of these might seem a bit weird, but they're genuinely stuff we do every day, which is <laughs> slicing vegetables with with power. <laughs> um, I love it. Another thing you can do is stir sigils into your food. Mm. If you ha- They can be complicated. It's, it's probably easier to do simple ones, but... Yeah. You can stir them in. You can put, um, you can cut food into shapes. I know that's childish, but I love <laughs> cutting food into shapes. Like cutting a sandwich into a little heart shape when you need to love yourself a little bit more. 
You can even just get some cookie cutters. You can. Just be like, this is love. And you can be like, I'm not a child, this is witchcraft. Exactly. (laughs) If if, If somebody walks in and they're like, what are you doing? You're you can like, be like witchcraft. Mm, witchcraft. Okay, so the next one you wanted to talk about a little bit more. So about eating without distraction. So this one's this one is difficult for me because I kind of have weird eating problems. I'll probably talk about more in a uh, another episode. But I need to eat with distraction, otherwise I get panicky. Mm. But if you don't need a distraction or you have no problems on focusing on food, because I know some people with disordered eating have problems with focusing on food because you know they just need to eat and not focus on it so um but if you have none of those problems then yeah if you think this would be okay for you obviously please don't try it if um you know it's not please just be safe um we're not trying to tell you what to do at all um if you yeah so if you feel you can try eating without distraction because as we mentioned earlier a lot of us nowadays eat while we're watching something or listening to something. Um, um, just just because we don't really know how to deal with our own thoughts. Um, but if it's okay for you, try and just focus on your food. Maybe take some deep breaths. Just taste your food and recognise. What I like to do is recognise all the different places that it's come from. And, um, you know, all these, I don't know ingredients have grown and come from a different place they've all come together and they're on my plate and how cool is that and also such a coincidence as well because there's probably no one else other than in your family that is going to eat that same meal with all those ingredients from the exact same places that have all come together in that one meal fun that's true because you'll have ingredients in your cupboard that you bought bought a little while ago some that you bought fresh some that you got from your garden and they'll all come together as this magical little concoction which I think is so fun. It's pretty swag. So yeah, that's pretty amazing. Okay, moving on from the food part now. Mm-hmm. This is simple, but bless your water before you drink it. Yeah, every time I drink water, um, or any drink really, not just water, but mostly water, I'm just like, hey dude, thanks. That's cool. <laughs> thanks for the hydration. Thanks for being he- here with me. You're a bit of a legend. Love you. Another one is choosing a crystal for the day's intention, whether you go for the traditional meaning or your own associated meaning. I put in brackets, bra crystal best. So if you are a person who wears bras, it's a great place to store crystals. <laughs> I, I have to recommend yeah. it. And just cr- anything to do with crystals in general, just carrying them with you, obviously will um, focus a lot more on crystals in a specific crystal episode or multiple episodes episodes. yeah but um just take the anything to do with crystals is everyday spirituality yeah whack up crystal you're feeling bad pick up your favorite crystal pick up whatever crystal you're drawn to if you have any of course you don't have to have a lot that's another common misconception um but yeah they're always brilliant they're always another really good one to do is if you have a tarot deck or an oracle deck pull a card a day obviously that requires you having a tarot deck or an oracle deck but the the best way to learn tarot in my opinion is to pull a card a day that that just gets your knowledge going from the get-go and it begins to uh, develop your own personal associations and that kind of thing and it can really give you insight for the day i saw this one method on tiktok which i thought was 
as okay we hate witchcraft witch talk but we don't hate witchcraft <laughs> we hate witch talk but i did think this was a really cool thing was to pull three cards for the day have a look at the two cards in the morning and help that set your intention and then leave the third card away don't look at it and pull it at the very end of the day and see how it reflects what happened in your day Ooh, i fun. think that's really fun that's really nice so yeah if you wanted to try that that's mm. another cool thing to try it out. also just connects you with your deck yeah also sigils is another great thing we'll have i keep saying we'll have a whole episode on this we will we're at the very beginning right now but um sigil witchcraft is a great thing to do especially if you're in if you're working if you're studying if you're in school etc putting sigils on your files whatever you want to put them on for studying for remembering for productivity it can be amazing. Also, just for anything. I use sigils all the time. I love them. There's sigils in all of my plant pots. There's sigils, like, scribbled in the back of notebooks. Sometimes I'll just draw a sigil on my hand. Um, really for anything you want to help them with, because sigils can be for anything. Um, if you're going to meet a friend, scribble in your friend's birthday card, something like that. I do that. Yeah. I have... Uh, so, I've got a, a test coming up, and I've put all the... Si- I've the test is basically on a wide variety of topics but not all my topics so I put this one set sigil on the topics that will come up on the test and that kind of thing I think can just be handy um this one's very simple and I think anyone can do this and I don't even think it's that spiritual but kiss your pet or a tree or a tree on the way Mm -hmm. to work or on the way to to school wherever you go always kiss kiss a a tree flowers will work as well yep or the ground or, um, or if you see a pet that you think is clean mm, and friendly on the street, yeah, give it a little pat. Always. I think that's really important. Um, that's that's great. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next thing is really big, like kitchen witchery, yes. but jewelry magic is really essential to both of our practices. Yeah, I think, um, we all again. We, there will be a whole episode on this. Will. I feel like that's becoming a catchphrase. Jewelry. We do. Um, we just are always wearing jewellery all the time. I have... How many necklaces do I have on right now? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, eight. Classic. And I'm obviously stabbed quite a lot. When I say stabbed, I mean stabbed. pierced. Yes, please be slightly more specific. Um, yeah. I think I've got like 13. Which have you? That's so cool. Anyway. Unfortunately, I don't have any because I'm this allergic so to most metals. It's really sad. Um, but. but anywho, I'm not going to go into it too much now, but... In your own time, between now and whenever we do the Jewelry Magic episode, look into it yourself. Because I think that's a really great way to start just doing your own research. Because there's a lot about it out there. So go and look Mm. into Jewelry Magic. Oh, yes. Also, everything we say is very general. And definitely don't just do what we say. Please go and research other things yourself. Cross-reference. Yeah, cross-reference. Is the way to go. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, another little thing is mindful cleaning and this fit into the incorporation category but it also fits into the brain category so I'll talk about that one a bit more later but um, moving on we've got meditating so meditating is so is such a big misconception that it has to be like completely stilling your mind and like no thoughts head empty you know because to me meditation is just sitting and to me meditation is sitting and thinking most of the time like not even actively trying to not think like the way I meditate is at the end of the day before I go to bed I'll just sit in my bed calm my mind reassure myself and just think things over in a healthy and affirmative way not in an overthinking way (laughs) which I do a lot that's not meditating that is having mental illness 
Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so it doesn't have to be still in your mind. It could just be whispering affirmations to yourself or it could be journaling yeah. or it could even be like doodling out your thoughts. Mm-hmm. It, it could be anything. Yeah. Of course, meditation is such a huge, broad, 100%. important topic. Um, and, but also, of course, there are apps to help you out. Um, Headspace, I think everybody's heard of. Really good start of meditating. Calm, even, is it Yes, one? Calm. Snapchat even has a feature now. If you go That's into it. Snapchat games, it does. If you go into Snapchat games, they have 30-second to two-minute meditations on one of the apps. Wow. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a Headspace app. This is app. news to me. Yeah. Um, so... Just meditating is gen ten. Hang on, tends to be really vital in connecting with yourself, um, the world, just learning about yourself in the universe. Yeah, truly. Um, yeah, that's just a tiny, tiny quick overview. A tiny other little one that you can do, which is super simple, is knot magic. Um, knot magic doesn't even have to be just tying specific knots. It can just be tying your shoelaces with intention. I love that. Which I'm going to be honest, cool. I've never heard of Not Magic before. I love Not Magic. I it's use it all the time. awesome. Honestly, I've never heard anyone do that, but I'm going to go home yes. and, and research Not Magic. Please and do, I, Next great. time we film an episode, I'll be like, look, guys, look at this Not Magic that I learned. <laughs> but yeah, it's amazing. So another one that sort of leads on to that is mending things. So whether that's mending clothes or items, we all have to do it or we all should be doing it because sustainability and that um it's great for the planet it's great for you it can be super therapeutic um also if you're an already practicing witch this is your reminder to redo or mend your wards and your protection spells um go do that now because i know i forget and that's good me too (laughs) this is your this is your sign to go and do that Mm -hmm. you can you can keep us on chatting in the background go and redo your wards so you can mend things physically or spiritually. I just think it's really wholesome. Yeah, things do need maintenance and they things do. need love. Another thing is that we all use our phones so much. Obviously, I'm not complaining because there are many things I love about my phone and we wouldn't be here doing this podcast if it wasn't for social media. But there are lots of good ways in which you can use your phone to be more mindful and spiritual because there are so many different apps that you can use. Yeah. Like... I love the pattern. The pattern is great. The pattern is brilliant. It's an astrology app, but it doesn't actually talk about astrology when you're on the app. It just uses your astrology to give you, like... Life updates. And big thoughts. And, yep, talk about cycles that you're having and just open you up to what's happening in your world. And it gives you notifications every single day, which is really why this counts as part of everyday spirituality, because it pops up and you learn things about yourself and it asks you to... Uh, not look sponsored. at different things. No, not <laughs> sponsored, but we do love it. We do. Um, also, uh, I have an Angel Numbers app. Um, I think it is actually just called Angel Numbers, where if you see, um, obviously this is not us talking about Angel Numbers, that will come at another time. But if you see an Angel Number, you're like, ooh, what does that mean? Of course, um, the meaning for Angel Numbers is pretty subjective and different for everybody. Um but if you're like, ooh, what does that mean? You go click on the app, it shows you the current time, uh, or you can look it up, and yeah, there's a little definition for you. Pretty cool. Um, I also love Time Passages. It's mm. a great, very informative astrology app. If yeah, you're looking really to get into it properly, I'd say start with Time Passages. Also, if you're looking to stalk your friends, 
uh, charts. Very important. Because you can put in all your friends and family. It's very and it's important. Um, also, this is... If you've got an iPhone, I think you can do it on Android as well. But just the moon phase widget you can add to your phone. It's brilliant. So you just fun. always know what moon phase you're in. I always do anyway, but it just reminds me of mm-hmm. it, which is great. Um, and lastly, for the incorporation section, is just dressing in accordance to the colours of yes. the days of the week. So... I po- am going to actually whip my phone out and give you a really quick rundown of this. Because this is one of my favourite things that I learned about quite a while ago and i just have written down and stuff see i do slightly differently i just dress with a color that matches my intention of the day which is slightly different but um i still think it's fun i like it yeah so um if you didn't know our current days of the week are actually an adaptation of the pagan calendar so for example the like sunday is actually the day of the sun monday is the day of the moon tuesday so this is why we're going to release our podcast on mondays because moon day moon day and also because mondays kind of suck sometimes so if we can make your monday a little bit better then we'd like that Mm -hmm. um so yes they all correlate with um different planets and they all have different energies and so each each day of the week actually has a color according to the planet that it is ruled by um and so if you want to look that up and it just helps you harness the intention and the energies of the day which i think can be very fun and Mm -hmm. it can also give you like a nice start to the day because sometimes days just feel a bit rough yes and if you don't know what to wear you're like well let's narrow it down a bit what do i have in this color what day is it Hey, so the next section to discuss is ritual so ritual and ritual witchcraft obviously involves a bit more witchy supplies than the last one so probably slightly more costly but we've tried to keep these to an absolute minimum yeah these are really small simple simple rituals we're not at all talking about big celebration rituals or even just spells in general no i'm talking very simple Mm -hmm. almost routine rituals if that makes sense yeah so the first one i think i do a lot is i call them mojo bags for intention i did one the other day for a college exam and it really helped me a lot i don't know whether it helped me like magically but it gave me a lot more confidence and knowing that i had that in my pocket was really helpful so what i do is i reuse those little organza bags that jewelry comes in that they're, yeah, they're so jewelry handy crystals always yep um i fill them up with herbs salts crystals flowers incense ash whatever that matches the intention and put them in your pocket when you need them you can charge them if you'd like it's really really broad what you can do with them i Definitely. feel Definitely. and you can get them to match any intention you need even for a very specific scenario yeah i'm going to meet my ex-boyfriend's sister's dog and i need to feel confident about it i don't know it could work (laughs) um yeah i do this too i do this with probably every day i have a bag of crystals that comes with me utterly everywhere i have a bag of crystals for school i have a sleep pouch that I keep under my pillow all the time um just really anything if you need some help you need some confidence use a little mojo bag another one that sort of leads on from that is lighting a candle at night and setting your intention for someone who needs it so it could be for yourself but I really love lighting a candle for someone who I feel is who really needs it right now be it a friend a family member even a pet a colleague or even a part of nature. Like, I've lit a candle when, you know, when all the Australia fires were happening? I lit a candle for Australia. Yeah. Because it sucks that that was happening. 
and I think that's a really like powerful thing that you can do especially with all the crap going on in the world at the moment with all these be it black people or minority groups getting killed for just being who they are I've lit a litten lighted lighted? lit lit that's the one I've lit a lot of candles for people who have been unjustly killed I lit candle for Palestine the other day brilliant but yeah I think that can feel really powerful. It doesn't even have to be a candle that's the right colour or the right scent. It's whatever. Just the act of lighting it in itself can be... Sending your intention into the universe. Yeah, exactly. Another one can be bath rituals. Um, A bath ritual doesn't need to have any stuff in it at the end of the day. It can literally just be running hot water with music and meditating in that bath and it's a ritual, you know? If you feel like adding herbs or crystals or oils or bath products, you can be absolutely welcome to. But a mm. bath ritual is whatever you make it to be as long as you're actively making it that, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Also, would like to really quickly interject, um, bring back bubble baths. I love why, bubble baths. Why do we not have bubble baths anymore? Is that just I me? I prefer a herb bath than a bubble bath thing. That's, I mean, they are also great, mm. but like, I don't think I've had a bubble bath since I was like seven, and That's it makes sad. me intensely sad. I need to go buy some bubble baths. That is very sad. We mm-hmm. need to bring back bubble baths for sure. Um, another thing that I do a lot as an A level art student is art magic. So, art magic can be super, super simple, even to the point where you just use moon water as your um, like mixing water and to clean off your brushes. Um, you can put sigils into whatever you're painting you can I do this in a lot of my art because obviously there's a lot of dots and stuff in art anyway I secretly add constellations into things people will never see them there or never notice I will never tell anyone but I know that they're there and that's all that matters and I think that's really fun um but yeah there's so many things you can do again look into it yourself because it's such a broad topic definitely Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my favourite things to do every day is I have a little affirmation jar that I made actually at the start of lockdown last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just went online or thought up my own affirmations, wrote them on slips of paper, got an old jar, um, stuck them all in there. And then every morning or whenever I feel like it, I will just pick one out really easy Focus your intention and find which one you need to find. And there you go. You have an affirmation for the day, something to focus on. I think it's a really nice thing to do. Um, next thing I think we both do is to have lavender and amethyst specifically, but there are also other crystals and herbs to put under your pillow to help you sleep, to ward off bad dreams. Um, just help you have a really peaceful night. Yeah, there's a lot that can help. Um, drying or hanging herbs to put in your doorways or around your house can be really great. I have crystals hidden around my whole house and I freaked my brother out the other day. I was like, well, have you found the crystals that I've hidden in your room? And he's so freaked out. He was so annoyed at me. <laughs> but but I, I don't have any in there. Don't tell really? him. No, I didn't put any in his room because I didn't want to do it without consent. But there are in, in the four corners of my house, there are crystals. And um, I hang herbs over my door and over my windows. Yep. Rosemary's a great one. Selenite and clear quartz are yep. brilliant protectors to start with. So, yes. Another one to think about is cleansing. Cleanse- what did I cleansing. say? Like cleansing. <laughs> cleansing. Yeah, cleansing with incense, with a bell, with singing bowl, 
with music. Um, you can find lots of different yeah, if you don't music have on platforms. any particular tools, people don't realize that you can literally cleanse your house with music. Yep, which you will have on your phone mm-hmm. on Spotify. You can literally do it through music. So yeah. Also, um, with her bundles, of course, please don't use white sage. Um, we'll talk about that a lot later, but. Her bundles such as rosemary, lavender, also really good for cleansing. Just getting rid of the negative energy, um, going through all the corners of your room, refreshing everything. Exactly. Um, uh, this is also something that I really like to do. So I found about this a while ago. So um, the chakras we haven't talked about yet, but um, you might know the basics of the chakras. Um, but you do have a secondary chakra in the palm of your hand. Um, so if you ever feel stagnant, Something really fun to do is just clap your hands once or twice really, really vigorously and kind of hold them up to the sky. And I just find it rejuvenates the energy in your body and it's really fun. I think that's really cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, journaling, like we kind of mentioned earlier, can be really cool. And just noting down your intentions when you wake up in the morning. I have a calendar which I put my intentions on, which I haven't actually turned over yet, but we're not going to talk about that. <gasps> It's still on April. Oh, on April, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm so bad oh at remembering to turn it over. But I do use it to set my intentions. I did at the beginning of the year. <laughs> but in my in my school journals where I write down what I've got to do for the week, I often just add in, like, personal intention as mm. well. Not just, I need to get this crap done. Okay. I think intentions are really important. You'll see in almost any YouTube morning routine you'll see them setting their intentions for the day and it's said a lot but it's true and it helps you focus on things it helps you manifest something that interconnects with that is also just talking with the universe yep i've written this in all caps with a bunch of exclamation points because it is one of my favorite things to do um i do it at night i do it when i get up just chat to the universe also you can chat with yourself in the mirror you can chat to your plants you can chat to a bird that you see outside. A bird. <laughs> Just tell them what's up. Tell them what's on your mind. Ask them. Be but be grateful for the universe. You could ask them to help you out mm. with your intentions. I'm always chatting to my angels, I suppose. Angel spirit guides, however you see it. I'm like, hey dudes, what's up? I hope you're okay. Could you just help me out with having like a really good day tomorrow? That would be that would be swell. Thank you. Another person you can talk to. I say person, but talk to your house. Like, Mm -hmm. activate your house's energy. Um, Some people call it a house spirit. I don't know. I just think houses have energy. Yeah, I think so too. all the living and energy that goes on inside them every single day, they can't help but garner the energy of some of it. So houses are important as much as it's important to cleanse your house. It's important to charge your house and it's important to talk to your house. The more you talk to your house and appreciate it, you'll see it come alive. So the last topic to cover is the part that we've just named brain. Really, it's about mindfulness, but I don't like the word mindfulness. Do you not? I don't know why. I feel like it's kind of overused, oh, maybe. Okay. I'm not sure. Mm. I think it's got a, a great meaning and a great use for it. I just think it's kind of overused. And people also use the word mindfulness when they actually want to talk about mental illness and that kind of thing and, like, recovery, and they won't actually talk about... They'll use well-being and mindfulness and they won't actually say, I'm I'm depressed, I have mental illness, or I'm focusing on mindfulness instead of I'm going to therapy, you know? And I think to normalise mental illness, we need to start saying the words, you know? Mm. But if you're using mindfulness in the correct context i think it's cool. a good word yeah 
Um, I've just realised this episode is getting really long, so thank you for sticking around with us this Yeah, far. if you're still here, thanks. And this is our last section, so mm-hmm. don't worry, not long to go now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe predominantly the most important thing in this category would be meditation, which, we's all, which we've, we've already, already talked really about. really discussed, but just being present as a whole as well. Yeah, being present is a really broad topic as well. Uh, one of my favourite books on this subject, which you've probably heard of, is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. It's all about being present um truly present because that's something that lacks a lot in the world so yes that's a wide topic we're not going to really go into (laughs) it but i suppose that is the encompassing thought for this subject exactly um and then i think this is really important this is really important to me but stopping and appreciating the small things and noticing the pleasant things in life so i literally put down listening to the noise of your pet snoring so if you know me and you know my dog otis he snores more than any other living being out there (laughs) i'm pretty sure and it's genuinely so grounding just to sometimes just go and listen to him snore um i think that's great and i think you can find appreciation in a lot of really tiny things in life whether it be a bee you see on your walk to work or a, a nice song that you found or a nice text message you get from your friends take mm-hmm. take joy in those small things yeah. um another one i talked to my dad about which he uses a lot is he sort of calls it actively listening to music so i feel like in this modern day society i sound like a boomer we have music on all the time and there's always music in the background of things and we're always consuming it but sometimes it can be really great to just actively listen so i mentioned this earlier but he practices mindful cleaning specifically mindful washing up where he puts on his headphones he listens to something that he genuinely really wants to listen to and he washes up and all he does is focuses on the music and the act itself of washing up you forget your what's happening in the day you forget what you need to do later you forget the the big schedule you've got to do you focus on the activity and the music and this is great if you've got cleaning jobs you need to get done but it's the act itself and it's just finding the simple pleasures which i love um another thing that this is all me but this is i wrote down all this part (laughs) um but another thing i have to credit my therapist for this one because she taught me this um shout out to her but um recognizing your values and your morals and your values and your morals are not an end goal they're never something that you can reach you can never be you can never get to your end goal of your moral but you should always be walking towards them if that makes sense so you'll never you'll never reach the end goals of your values but you should always be slowly going in that direction and aiming towards them and i think that's a really important thing to recognize so if your values are i don't know a more just world you should constantly be finding ways to help minor minority communities you're never going to be able to solve injustice but if you're constantly working towards them i think that's a way that you can kind of find peace in yourself also constantly being used um not as like you have to be actively doing something always no but as in just keep it a steady goal not as in no you don't need to be doing something constantly but it's not something i feel like we're constantly trying to finish things that's definitely true and your morals and your values a lot on the huge goal at the end rather than lots of yes. the lots of little wins exactly um 
And then probably our last point in brain and our last specific point of the episode is um, use affirmations when talking to yourself, maybe in the mirror. Of course, we have a lot of tendency to look in the mirror and criticise ourselves. Yes. But um, next time you think something negative about yourself, try and flip it around if you want. Um, pick up a reason why you love yourself. Tell yourself you have really beautiful hair or you make people smile, something like that. And if something comes up a lot, something negative about yourself, I actually practice this a lot because I think it's a really healthy way to deal with negative things in your mind. Of course, therapy, go to therapy. This is <laughs> this is very, um, this is very like... Secondary. Yes, there we go. Um, if you... Something negative comes up, ask yourself objectively, why is this here? Why do I think this? Why am I worrying about this? Why is it a problem to me? Yep. And most of the time, there won't be a valid reason. Mm -hmm. Most (laughs) of the time, you can root it down and think, actually, I really don't need to be worrying about this. I really don't need to... This, This is a problem I've made up in my head. Yeah, exactly. And it's actually... it. It Whilst it's completely valid doesn't always mean it's real exactly and i think that's really important and this is all us secretly getting you to do shadow work without telling you it's shadow work secret but yeah that's that's all of our little tips so far on everyday spirituality of course that this has been very long but that is only a tiny microcosm of all the things out there that you can do and i think it's really about finding your own routine and your own ways yeah this is just things that we do this is just our favorite things everybody does different things in their day everybody finds things that they connect with more hopefully maybe you've heard some things in this episode that you were like wow maybe maybe that sounds fun maybe i want to do that if not that's okay yeah so we really hope you found something even just if it's one thing that you'd like to start incorporating or you'd like to start thinking about we'd really really be glad that you did find that and our question of the day is about valuing yourself so we really want you guys to think about what you genuinely appreciate about yourself as a person and then how you can incorporate that into your everyday spirituality so say if you really value how caring and loving you are maybe buy yourself a plant and use your caring and loving energy to look after that plant Or if you really like your hair, like Holly said earlier, brush your hair three times in the morning with intention and then think of your intention for the day. If you love the way you dress, start doing the thing that Holly suggested with dressing with the colours of the week and that kind of thing. Just make it an active thought about something that you genuinely love about yourself and then consider how you can make that more mindful and spiritual, I think. Yeah. I agree. I don't think I have anything to add to that. (laughs) No, nothing to add to that. So yeah, we really, really hoped you enjoyed our episode. Um, As always, you can check out our social media. They'll all be in the description. But on Instagram, we are the Celestial Sisters podcast. We've got a Twitter now, which is just Celestial S pod, or one word, because Twitter, you have to have really short usernames, um, which is kind of sad, but never mind. And we've got the email, of course. So get in touch, ask us a question interact on social media because we'll be doing polls and that kind of thing on there and we'd love 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 to hear from you and i think that's everything yeah thank you so much for listening have a lovely day have a really lovely day we love you see you soon bye bye bye